Welcome back, friends, to In Madness, episode 14, part two. It's Sean the Butcher here with Vertebrae 33. What's going on? Hey, Sean. How you doing? What's going on? We're, we're doing this new, weird, twisted-ass <laughs> format of ours where we're going to break movies into two parts and kind of be more weekly and more fresh and flowing with what's going on yeah the kids the kids said that their attention spans weren't good enough for a two hour three three hour two hour pod so we'll 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 try this we'll try this you know it gives people a chance to catch up on things too if they haven't seen a movie they'll have a couple weeks to kind of get through the movie as well as the podcast but um I mean, we got to get used to it too, right? We get into a headspace, and then all of a sudden, we're not in that headspace. And then we and pump then the brakes, yeah. We pump the brakes, and you know, magically, you know, a week later, we're having this discussion again. But, but we could dive back into it because that's how <laughs> damn good this movie is. We want to hear your thoughts about it on the socials at In Madness Pod, where In Madness Pod at gmail.com. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Check out the Spotify playlist. I try to add a bunch of the music from these movies. I think I'm going to add some witch stuff to the in madness playlist on spot that's awesome yeah please do and we're about we're about 45 minutes or so into this movie so we're about halfway through the movie i i you know with time i, I was able to do more research on some gnarly bits and um you know we were talking about the uh, the witch and sean will get us all caught up on where we are at the movie in a second but um with the red cloak um, and Eggers had mentioned that it was inspired by uh, Howard Pyle's illustrations on the Salem Witch Trial 1800. So that the, uh, we'll put some of those up on our social media too with these illustrations. Um, yeah. So the last time we left you, uh, we were talking about the movie The Witch. And it is one of our favorites. And we were very excited to finally get into this movie. Um, we last left off. Mom was mad at the entire family. They have lost two children already. Uh, the baby from the beginning, and now Caleb, the oldest boy, is missing after the uh, the witch was making out with him. Uh, Thomas and Anya Taylor-Joy, the oldest daughter, wants to make mother happy. She's out at the barn. She's putting the goats away, and we hear a noise outside. And mm -hmm. finally, where I left us last week, who was outside? Caleb, naked as the day he was born, shivering outside in the rain. They bring him in the house. They cover him up with blankets. They light candles. His face is all cut up. Mother then makes an incision with a knife. Yeah. Thomason catches the blood in a bowl as it's pouring out of Caleb's head. Like, what the hell is that about? Yeah. Well, that's they're kind of trying to bleed out the madness is Eggers quote, right? Uh, we, should out that, we should put that on a shirt. <laughs> bleeding out the madness Hell yeah <laughs> um and then she's wrapping him up and putting him in a described as a poultice with herbs and tallow um but that that's the idea that's actually cgi blood cool yeah like there was random cgi i think in the movie one of the things he mentions is they had to do a lot of cgi with what they called like modesty clothing. So with Caleb and other scenes like that, they're not actually completely naked out there in the rain. And then they have to go in and kind of remove some of that. Um, we cut the daddies outside chopping more firewood in the rain. Hmm. Dad's cutting up firewood, like little 
Billy Drayton sleeps in the mist. It's just his thing. He just loves doing it. Yeah, I, I think this is where, where he goes when things get intense, right? He doesn't have a man cave. He doesn't have a bunch of action figures in his showcase. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get away. He goes out and he stays in better shape by doing it, but uh, chops wood and gets a lot of that frustration out probably. Uh, clears his head a little bit. And then we cut to one of my favorite shots, not only of the whole movie, but maybe of any movie ever. Just a close-up of Black Phillip's face. Mm. Goofy-ass goat just smiling and it, it, it just it focuses. It's not even like, it's so zoomed in, you can't even see the whole face. It's ridiculous close-up. Yeah. And the twins are bothering the goat. Bah, bah. And then we see Mercy. Her face is right next to the goat. She speaks to it. What ails Caleb Black Phillip? Mm. Uh, so the kids are speaking and have been speaking to the goat. Yes, yeah, I'm what I, I'm led to believe. Yes, I, I think. I think. I mean, it doesn't seems pretty plausible to me that the the goat would try to entice one of the children, if not all of the children. You know, to join the coven, to join the, you know, I'm I'm confused by the devil's connection to witches. And I, I think we didn't have a lot. I didn't have as much time to research this, this as I wanted to. And I'm probably going to read, try to read about it later on. But what does the devil gain from this? Does he gain... What like another soul? Like, are you giving? Maybe it's like soul? a hell spawn. Maybe it's like yeah, like he just another druid in his army. Right. So we are we led to believe that the devil is above? Like he's the regional manager. Yeah. Well, like he's like Thomason said, like I'll serve you like to my master or whatever. I'm guessing the master is Satan, and I guess like witches just all answer to Satan. Yeah, he's like the the CEO of of evil. Right. So Thomason, although. Free still has another boss to deal with. CEO of evil is also a pretty cool shirt. Yeah, there you go. I think that should go on your business card. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't think people have business cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, American Psycho. We yes. got to do that soon. It's oh, not our next movie. That soon, actually. Yeah, it's not our next one. It's not our next one. We have our next yeah. one written down. Unless you yeah. want to call an audible. Right <laughs> no, 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 we're no. good. Um, so Thomas is with the twins. They're asking Black Phillip if Thomason did this to Caleb. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? And they go, Black Phillip says you're wicked. He says you put the devil in Caleb. Thomason denies it. The twins say mother and father will find out that you're a witch. And then worry, Thomason goes to milk, not an alpaca, but a goat. Yeah. And is stunned when instead of milk, inside of the pail is blood. She kicks it away. And that's common, I think, in a lot of Edgar's research to have them, the witches sort of mess with their food source. And so we've already gotten the corn situation. Not sure if the witch had anything to do with that. And then we get this horrific moment with the goat's milk. Um, we cut to mother. She's upstairs with Caleb crying, praying, asking father if he remembers the other family's son when he was tormented with Indian magic. Dad goes, this is not the same. Mother says, this is unnatural. She says, does it not look like witchcraft? Mm. Bomb, bomb, bomb. 
And I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Sean. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say at some point we should discuss just kind of the Salem witch trials. If you want to go into a little bit now. Yeah, go ahead. Hell yeah. I just went to, I just went to Salem, Massachusetts like a year ago. Oh, did you? So what do you know about the witch trials? I mean, I know, and I know we went to the, the thing where you sit in the middle and they have up top, there's like, you look from panel to panel and it tells the story of the Salem witch trials. Mm. I know there's the one dude who got stones put on him and they wanted him to admit he was a witch and he refused and he got like crushed to death with stones. Yeah, so pressed to death is pressed what they to death. Pressed to death. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, but I also know that so people people would, I mean, make up symptoms like if they didn't like their neighbor, all of a sudden Carol next door is a witch. Yes. Uh, and I feel like that kind of takes form in this movie with the twins later on. We'll get to that. All right. So uh, it, yes. it was January 1692. This sort of hysteria erupts in the Salem village in Massachusetts. Um and this idea of witchcraft was raised by uh, some young girls. Um, and they became unaccountably ill. Um, and then kind of Puritan ministers started quoting the Bible. Um, and then the witch trials were a series of hearings and prosecutions. Um, between 1692-1693, it was 200 people were accused. 30 found guilty. 90 of whom were executed. 14 women, five men, one man was pressed to death. That's what you just talked about after he didn't enter his plea. And obviously there, there's a, tons written on this and there's just a lot about entering pleas. Like, do you say you're guilty just to kind of. I think, and I, I think they were also brought up in it that uh, they will kill you unless you admit to being a witch. And then if you do, then the, the reward is they kill you anyway. Right. And obviously this is not a United States thing. This was gone all over, all over Europe as well. These witch trials, we know Salem because we're in the United States. Um, I always think of Monty Python's Holy Grail and this is the witch scene. And they're trying to figure out if this woman is a witch or not. And the one guy just yells out, well, she turned me into a newt. And then everybody kind of looks at him and he's just like, I got better, you know? Like, like they're just what else floats oh wood and the one guy yells very small rocks and it's just like this insane way of like let's throw her in the water will she float will this happen will that happen and and um it certainly if we ever did a sort of special uh you know i thought about doing special episodes where we just talk about certain topics um and i think like a lovecraft is one of them maybe the salem witch trials is is another one where we get somebody on who's kind of really an expert about it and they tell us more about it so we know the framework for these this you know film i'm really glad you brought this up because there's a great simpsons episode where marge and her sisters are witches and it's one of the, like the treehouse of horror episodes and that's how they know is they push them all off a cliff to see if they're witches or not they're like uh if you're a witch, uh, you'll fly away. If you're yeah. not a witch, you'll fall to your horrible death. Yeah, oops, we were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really, really awful. And, you know, late 1600s, it's in the scope of what we are on this planet not that long ago. Right? If we're going by Morgan Freeman scientific information or if we're going by... Uh, my other guy, who I actually trust, uh, now I can't remember his name. 
Yeah, no, it, wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. No. If you think about it, just the existence of the planet, and it's just we kind of we certainly see today how people can get rallied up into certain belief systems and it just becomes that mentality of they're not with us. So they're against us. Um, and, and the sad part about it is, is probably, you know, like anything else, there was probably a contingent of people who were just messing around to be, to be goofy with it. A contingent of people who had some mental illness issues um, there's there's lots of writing about people who would get seizures, epileptic seizures, and you know they were okay. They're you know possessed type stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's sad. It's just a ton of people. Uh, what was your what was your phrase for this this episode? You know about the time period. Oh, uh, uh, what a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! So also, yeah. the scientist I was talking about was Neil deGrasse Tyson. I yeah, don't, don't mind me. <laughs> Uh, so the dad's like, what, which, and he begins packing things. He says, he's going to go to the plantation, find a family for Thomason to pawn her off somewhere and a doctor for Caleb who will let them know if this is natural or not. Uh, but he refuses to return back there as a beggar and he's gathering whatever goods he can to trade for help. Mother is not satisfied. Of course she's not. Nothing is good enough for this woman. Even dad gets fed up and he goes, what, what do you want of me? Tell me and I will give it to you. Uh, crying, she says she wants to go home to England. Uh, then also confesses that she never meant to be a shrew. Mm. She says her heart has turned to stone. A long time ago, she dreamt she was with Christ. She was near to him. He pardoned her sins and she felt so much love for him. It far exceeded the love of the kindest husband. Oh, is that a swipe at dad? Yeah, I think so. What a bitch. I think so. I think it's an awful time. I mean, listen, I don't think they're either one of them or they they clearly have. If we dug deep other other issues and they're just saddled in this life and he put them there in that place, she's been wanting to go back. Maybe they'd have more kids still available to them if they went back a little bit sooner. Um, but certainly the like, you know, I pledge to God and you're no God type thing is just, I mean, where do you go from there? How do you rectify that? Really? I'd like to see the counseling session in the 1600s about this relationship. Sorry, I'm not God. Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now what the counseling was is he just went out and chopped more wood. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Or they would just call him a witch and she'd have him hung. Yeah, I mean, he could just turn. It's interesting, too, for her to be sort of so strong to him in that moment by saying that, right? Because he, he could do that. He could turn around. He could tie her up, go back to the, you know, I got one where they weigh and uh, where they lived and say, hey, I got one. And this is why I was acting that way all along. And we're she witched go. me. She yeah. witched me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What a time to be alive. <laughs> She goes on to say, since the baby was swiped, she feels like she's losing faith. She prays, but she does not feel like Christ's help is near. She will never feel that love again. Dad says she'll feel it again when she's in heaven. So when you die, you'll feel it again. Yeah. He's like, we're going to leave at dawn. He goes to the barn. He collects the kids. Thomason tells the twins did not say a word about the blood coming out of the goat. Uh, They're outside. They're shucking corn or whatever the hell it is they're doing. We got Mercy, the young girl singing about her Black Phillips song. 
<laughs> pissing off mother, pissing off Thomason. She raps her song and we hear a long scream from upstairs. It's Caleb. He's alive. He's dreaming. Cut off her head. He's screaming. Mm. His eyes are open. He's screaming. She's upon me. She kneels my bowels, my stomach. She pinches sin, sin, sin. It's so sick. He is going. He's like possessed. Yeah, this is full demonic possession we're having here. This is exorcist in the 1600s. He's shifting. He's contorting. Mother sees his mouth is sealed up like tight and blood is pouring out of his between his teeth. Dad takes his knife and they like, I guess, break his jaw to pop his mouth open. Yeah, this is, I mean, again, like where, where, where do you learn any of these things? Who told you this is what you should do? Crazy. And Caleb spits a rotten apple out of his mouth. (laughs) Wow. Mother screams, he is witched. (laughs) <laughs> the twins run away from Thomason and the twins go, it's her. She said she stole Sam. She gave it to the devil in the wood. She turned the goat's milk to blood. She swore us to keep her secret. She made a bargain with Satan. She signed his book. And, and I will say, you know, certainly him spitting out the apple, obviously that alludes to the apples that were talked about earlier. Um, feels like, kind of an original sin reference to the garden of Eden. Although the Puritans wouldn't have really a connection to that. Um, Eggers did say that they would be aware that the apple is synonymous with sin. Um, so, you know, it, it's interesting. It kind of, I'll, I'll say it here. I was going to save it till later, but <laughs> it kind of brings me to this weird theory that I had on this, this movie. And- uh, are we going from seven to Gotham? Well, I mean, listen, there are seven family members. <laughs> I was kidding. Uh, okay, yeah. Can you go? <laughs> okay. Right? So there are seven family members. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. And it's not, I understand, don't write into In Madness and tell us that, oh, it's Puritan, it's not Christian. I get it. <coughs> um, the movie deals with sin. Um, and certainly if you went through all seven deadly sins, they probably exist. We mentioned pride at one point, right? Very early on, very early on. Lust is mentioned at the end. And I would say, yep. And I would say that this movie takes place over a period of seven months. (laughs) So think of the harvest. So we've got May, June, July, August, September, October, November. I think this movie takes place over a period of seven months. We're dealing with seven deadly sins and there are seven family members to, to start this, to start this film. I mean, certainly none of that is Puritan in any way, um, but it's certainly fun to kind of roll it in there. It was more a lot, lots of witches were accused of giving children poison apples to, um and lots of folk tales and they were given apples poison apples to either kill them or kind of bring them under a trance so that 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 kind of exists too um and in a lot of these stories there's kind of no difference between like a fairy tale witch and a real witch uh in that way um and it's really interesting but yeah i i 
I didn't get a chance to really dig into the seven, but like, does it make sense to you, Sean? It would take a period of You always give me these mind blowing <laughs> moments on the show that really you, I could feel another, maybe like the 11th percent of my brain, like cracking <laughs> open. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. That's, that's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, I, I'm sure it's not intentional, but um, but Eggers does play with you know some Christian stuff that's rolled into the Puritan uh, and loose and fast with kind of the goat and things like that. So, and, and also, uh, if you haven't seen Seven, uh, watch the movie Seven. It's it's like an it's like a gem, and you got to appreciate the uh, the classics. And and I think if you haven't seen the movie Seven, you should watch and check out our episode, our seventh episode of In Madness Pod talking about seven actually yeah and and if you have an we're totally pausing the witch but and if you have an alternate ending for the movie seven oh man okay send it in let's hear let's let's hear what it is i'm totally curious to see if anyone has uh we just sidetracked people prepared for this episode by doing their homework on the witch yeah now we're talking about morgan freeman brad pitt once again um we're not obsessed we promise you um, but if we mention Colorado Space and Seven a lot, yeah, and Prometheus, and I, I do love the way that these movies, piggy, all our movies we picked have piggybacked on each other, and we find all these cool little connections to it, um, and it just make makes it fun. I I by myself late at night when I was like, hey, there's seven family members. I mean, I was like super excited. Boom, and you that. fell yeah. down the rabbit hole. <laughs> that's it all you need is that one layer it's like oh, lucy you peel back the one layer and then it opens up a whole nother world uh dad's having none of this which talk he wants proof he makes thomason get on her knees asks she loves god the bible prayer yes she says he has raised no witch he tells the family to pray but the twins can't pray they're kneeling over in pain they yeah. cannot remember their prayer they're they uh, begin saying, stop, Thomason, and they refuse to pray. Uh, Caleb gasps. It's her, a cat, a crow, a raven, a great black dog, a wolf she desires of my blood. And the twins start rolling around on the floor and in unison begin chanting, she desires of my blood, she desires <laughs> of my blood, over and over, contorting and twisting their bodies around. This whole scene is absolute insanity right now. So yes. I believe, as we mentioned before, that the kids are like, either it's real and they're being witched or they're like making it up to make it just, you know, a bigger thing than it is, you know. As, but but Caleb's like right there dying. So, right. um, yeah, I don't know if they're putting on an act or if they're actually witched. Oh, I think they're witched. And I think it's certainly, you know, it's kind of common in a lot of these folklore stories that they would, you would forget your faith. So in this case, they would forget their prayers. Right? It's a big deal for them to forget their prayers. They probably were saying them every single day, multiple times a day. I mean, what else is there to do in the woods where they're at? So, yeah. Caleb screaming, my Lord Jesus, save me. She sends devils. The family gathers around him and just begin praying as this poor kid is screaming for his life. What a time to be alive. Hmm. Quickly, Caleb snaps out of it. Cast your light upon me. Show me your love. 
wash me in your blood, my sweet Lord Jesus, my love, kiss me. How lovely art thou, thy embrace, my Lord, my love, my soul salvation, take me. Mm. He gasps, has this orgasmic sounding release, and then he is gone. Gone. Mother slaps him, tries to wake him up, and then she shrieks, he's dead. Mm. Woof. Yeah. Brutal. Now we got two dead kids. And we ain't even getting started yet. The twins are still knocked out in the corner. Thomason leans close to Caleb, but mother snaps and she's like, fuck off. Get out of here. <laughs> Dad leaves mother crying with Caleb and chases after Thomason and tries to comfort her. He asks her if she is a witch. He saw the serpent in Caleb. The twins stopped their prayer. Thomason denied it, but father says he saw it and says she left with Caleb and found him again naked and witched. She says mm -hmm. she made no bargain with the devil. She is not a witch. Father says, what did I just see in my house? He does not believe her. She begs him to. He says Christ can unwitch her if she will just tell him the truth. She says him and mother plan to rid the farm of her. She took... Uh, that he took mother's cup, but let uh, Thomason get yelled at. Is that the truth? She tells him he cannot grow crops. He cannot hunt. He can't do anything but cut wood. Yeah. <laughs> With this stark reality being thrown in his face, father has had enough and screams, bitch, and grabs Thomason. Must I hear the devil wag his tongue in your mouth? She's like, ask the twins, go on. They spend all day babbling to that horned beast. I love this line. She goes, they know his voice. Your adversary comes in the shape of a he-goat. And he whispers, I whispers, he is Lucifer. Hmm. Scary as hell. Yeah. Thomason says, the twins know, and it is the twins who are doing this. They witch the farm. Do we believe this? That it was the twins? Was it the twins or was it or was it someone else? I don't know. I I think it's they just showed up in that spot and the witch was like, Yeah, let's do this. Like I don't think they're just throwing blame back and forth, but somebody definitely witched that place. Yeah, I mean the witch lived nearby though, so maybe, you know. And they were eyeing her up, for sure. But I feel yeah. like Black Philip talking to them has to like, I don't know, they like let him in. It's like sort of like a Dracula kind of thing. Like they mm -hmm. invited him in. The and twins? Then, yeah. And then like that lets like the witch have like access to them or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, then again, though, it's access to like these really little kids who can get just tied up with rope defense posts outside at any time so i think it's her that they kind of see and want to be part of it and i think she is just the angry teenager who's like mom and dad just don't understand me and they don't think anything i do is right and you never loved me and now you want to get rid of me and you pay attention to the younger kids and the baby and and, and all of this rolled together and now you're putting all of this on me and you know you're you're a lousy dad you're a lousy mom you're obsessed over this stupid cup you could care less about me 
all you can do is chop wood. You can't even feed us. It's because of your idiotic ways and your pride that we end up in this situation. I think, I think she's just had it. I, I don't think she's evil in any way. I think she doesn't feel that way until that euphoric moment for her. Until the, the end of the film. Yes, at the end of the film. And it's like, yeah, these people were awful. My parents were awful. You know, and yeah. now yeah, I'm, I'm taking it. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And I'm rooting for her, you know, I'm rooting for her. Uh she in a weird, me. twisted way. This is her hero's journey. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that's but but you know what it is? It's her hero's journey to the dark side. Yes. And that's even friggin' cooler. Yeah. Weird. Because I don't need a superhero ending. I want a dark villain ending. Sean wants every movie to end like The Mist. The Mist, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but then it gets played out. There's only one mist, baby. Uh, she goes, you say a wolf stole Sam. I never saw no wolf. Mercy said it herself. I be the witch of the wood. Dad grabs Thomas and drags her into the house screaming. The twins are laid out like corpses on a bed, but they're breathing rapidly. Mm. Dad kicks the door open. Uh, mother is with Caleb, tells Thomason to speak. She goes, I am no witch. Mother doesn't want to hear any of it. Dad's like, she's no witch. What is the cause? Tell your mother. Thomason says, I know not for certain. Dad says, that's not what you just told me. Mm. She says, the twins have made covenant with the devil in the shape of Black Philip. Dad runs over to where the twins are laying and screams at them to wake up, but they don't. Did you make some unholy bond with the goat? Crazy times. And, and you know what's crazy is Eggers talks about in this scene in the movie. And the, and these kids, can we just say these kid actors do an absolutely amazing job, right? This is incredible acting by them. But one, the little boy had like a piece of candy in his mouth and he told him to get rid of it. And he just said he got rid of it, but it was still in his mouth. And Eggers said, and this is crazy because this movie's in 2015. At one point, he just went over and stuck his finger in the kid's mouth and like took the candy out. Like, nope, stop lying to me. We're, But I mean... If you think of it like this is an intense set, it's muddy, it's dirty, it's yucky. There's mosquitoes and black flies everywhere. You're just trying to get through the shoot, and this kid keeps, you know, ruining the scene with candy in his mouth. So I, I could see it. Little pains in the ass on and off screen. <laughs> uh, dad gets no response. He begins laughing. I will not play fool to children's games. They're all lying. Thomason says, I do not lie. Dad goes, silence, creature. Oh. Oof. Brutal. <laughs> Mother's crying that Caleb is damned. Father says, Caleb, outcry Jesus. Mother says, it was the devil. The devil will speak scripture too. Dad says, it is not true. Mother begins crying. We are damned. Father's yelling at the twins to wake up. They do not. He yells that he will kill his child as Abraham would have done with his. Picks up Jonas and says he's going to smash his skull and the kid snaps out of it and begins screaming. He takes all the kids, dad takes all the kids out to the barn and he locks them in the barn. He hammers the door shut with boards and all the kids are screaming. Thomason says, I am not safe in here with them. The twins are crying. Dad says he's going to fight the devil himself and walks away. What a, what a crappy move, right? Real, really bad move. Like we think there's a witch. So let's lock them up in this spot that they can't get out of or run away. Like, just 
he he doesn't have any answers to any any of this. It just keeps unraveling for him. We cut to the kids and Black Phillip sitting quietly in the barn. They're all staring at each other. Black Phillip looks adorable. He's just sitting there hanging out with the kids. Yeah, they they locked him up with the, the evil black goat. Yeah, with the goat. The goat's in there. The kids <laughs> and the goat are in there. <laughs> Thomason asks the kids if they're witches. Are you? They ask. Thomason says no. She asks if Black Phillip really speaks to them. And then it zooms in on Black Phillip and he just goes, <sighs> Yeah. Grunts. And we cut to mom and dad. They bury Caleb. Dad goes to throw dirt in the hole, and the mother crawls in the hole to lay with Caleb. And that's the real that's the boy the actors in there. The boys really in the grave, too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They went for it. Uh I get it that she's torn apart by this, but get out of the goddamn grave. At this point, dad should have done what Ephraim Winslow did to Willem Dafoe in Lighthouse and just buried her ass alive right there with <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> I love, I love that you mixed both character names and actor names in one sentence. Same director. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We cut the dad outside at night. He's chopping his wood. He breaks down crying. This is my fault. I'm infected with the filth of pride. Dispose of me how you will. Redeem my children. They are not true evil. I will eat the dust of the earth. And then mm -hmm. begins eating mouthfuls of dirt. Yeah. I beg thee, save my children. I have not damned my family. Mother slowly gets out of bed. She looks to her right and sees her silver chalice. Mm. She looks to her left and there's Caleb holding baby Sam who got snatched in the beginning. She hugs Caleb who whispers, mother, we have longed to see you. She wants to wake dad and Caleb whispers, no, let him sleep. So are we to believe that this is happening? These are visions of some sort, I assume. Bad corn, like you said. Yeah, hallucinogenic corn. <laughs> That's a band name, too. <laughs> That's very good. That's yeah, very good. Hallucinogenic corn with a K. It's the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They better keep the R straight or they're going to get a cease and desist. <laughs> and we cut to the twins in the barn. We hear something slam on the roof. They look scared. We hear walking outside and we see something outside. Then cut to Caleb inside whispering, I have brought a book for you, mother. Will you look at it with me? And she agrees. Oh, but baby Sam begins crying. Mm. He must be hungry. So mother begins breastfeeding the baby. Cut to the twins in the barn, slowly approaching one of the goats. They begin to panic when we see an old naked lady milking the goat. And then I believe she begins chewing on the goat and turns around with a mouth full of blood and starts laughing. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. All the kids are in the barn screaming. We cut to mother inside the house. She's in her chair laughing. But instead of Sam drinking her breast milk, a crow is chewing away at her chest, tearing away chunks of flesh like raw hamburger. Is it a crow or is it a raven? A oh, raven. Is, 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 uh, see, now teach me the difference, please. Is there a difference between a crow and a there raven? There is a difference between a crow and a raven for sure. But I don't know. I didn't write it down in my notes whether it was a crow or a raven. 
This I is feel less, like they're both less humiliating than Sistine Chapel. I'll, I feel, I'll, I feel like they're both used in kind of occult imagery. Um, anyway, but I'm curious now. I, I should have looked it up before, but well, regardless if it's a crow or a raven, it is chewing away on mom. Mm. You cut to black. Dad wakes up in bed. He crawls over mother who looks asleep, but then opens up one eye to watch him leave. And then we see blood in her nipple area where the crow is chewing away. So did it happen in her mind or did it actually happen? Crazy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Dad walks outside in total shock. He approaches the barn. It is destroyed. It looks like a bomb went off inside of it. All the goats are dead, ripped apart all over the place. And Thomas, yeah, she was fiend. She was destroying those goats. Eating and Thomason is laying there in the ruins. And this is Vertebrae's favorite daytime horror. Yes. <laughs> and where's the kids? Where's the kids? Don't Where know. Where are they? With I, that's that, this is the question I ask even at the end of the film. Boom. As dad is looking at the destruction, Black Philip rams him with one of his horns and even does a cute little victory dance. Mm -hmm. Dad's injured. He's bleeding from his mouth. He picks up an axe and drops it and says, corruption, thou art my father. Black Philip hits him one more time, headbutts him with his horn and right into his big gigantic pile of chopped wood. And dad is dead. Yeah, very fitting that he'd be probably, I mean, he was gored but probably also crushed by that wood that he himself has been shopping through this entire movie. Egg Eggers makes a note on the commentary that like it wasn't, they kind of just had to buy wood to stack it up and it's not how it would look if it was chopped, you know, back in the day. Uh, I don't he think he looks was... at that wood every time and goes, damn, we should have chopped that. Wood. Yeah. The one that got away. Um, but yeah. So his only, Besides God, his only salvation, his only sort of warm and fuzzy spot for him is when he's out chopping wood. And now that's what kind of finally did him in. Did him in. Done. Killed by what he loves, sort of. Thomason approaches him. She kneels down to touch him. And then Mother grabs Thomason by the hair and screams, What have you done? Where are the twins? Thomason goes, She came from the sky. Mother calls her a liar, calls her the devil, says their blood is on her hands. It's you. Thomason goes, I'm your daughter. Mother says the devil is in you. You are smeared of this sin. You reek of evil. You bewitched your brother, proud slut. <laughs> and slams Thomason against the house. Do you not think I saw you slut? Your slutting looks at him, bewitching him as a whore and your father next. Wow. Thomason seems devastated to be hearing this. Her and mother cry. Mother says, you took them from me. You killed my children. You killed your father and throws Thomason on the floor. She begins screaming, you're a witch. As Thomason is screaming, I love you. Absolutely insane. Mother's screaming like a maniac. Thomason grabs his blade on the floor and hits mother in the face to defend herself. Yeah. yeah. And once mother sees herself bleeding like a maniac, she begins grabbing at Thomas's throat to strangle her. And then we get the chop, chop, chop. And that's a bill hook, it's called. It's a type okay. of machete. I'm going to yeah. post that on the Id Madness socials because it is a funky looking device. It's like the uh, rug tucker from the Batman. <laughs> 
Thomas and Wax Mother with the blade until she too is dead. The whole family is dead. And there's a moment if you watch it, and I didn't see this till having watched it a lot of times, where she's very upset. And then she kind of takes this deep breath at the end. Like it's over. It's, it's very interesting. It's just one last breath she takes before she gets up and, and, you know, Egger's brilliant filmmaking here is just kind of holding on that scene a little bit long when she's there and mom's dead and on top of her. Um, and it just adds to this, you know, we've been going a mile a minute, like about 10 minutes into this movie, you know, baby disappears and we're just going a mile a minute. And now, we're about to take, which probably will be your second milking of the opacus moment. Did I take it away? <laughs> well, we were almost there, so <laughs> did I ruin it? Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, let's go, let's go. Thomason's holding her dead mother on top of her, both of them covered with blood. And Thomason takes a long, hard look into the woods. She goes to another part of the barn, takes off her bloody clothes, lies down on the table to take a little nap. Cut to nighttime. Thomason wakes up. She heads to the barn where Black Philip is. He leads her inside and she speaks. Black Philip, I conjure you to speak with me. Speak how you spoke to the twins. Do you understand me? Answer me. And she gets up to leave. Which, yes, brings me to my second milking of the alpacas moment. Two-part episodes, two milking of the alpacas moment. Oh, wow. So that wasn't the moment I I thought of, actually. Uh, Well, it's coming right now when something whispers, what dost thou want? Yeah. Whoa. Did the fucking goat just talk? (laughs) That, so in the theater, like baby soup and that moment when, when I was like, what 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 because i just figured they'd i don't know i figured it'd be a Shyamalan twist you know i didn't think it would be the goat was fucking really you know witching these people with you know with the witch or whatever but uh yeah yeah. i i do i i do kind of wish there was like a cut scene where you saw like the goat goat's mouth moving like it was like it was mr ed like, oh, thank god they didn't do that you know <laughs> thank god they didn't and i even the even the way they show it is awesome uh, yeah. so then she responds what can you give would you like the taste of butter a pretty dress wouldst thou like to live deliciously which is one of my favorite lines ever mm. Thomason says, yes, wouldst thou like to see the world? She asks, what does he want? Do you see the book before you? And then on the floor, we see a book. And then as we see a book, we see a goat leg. And the other leg is like a pirate leg or something. It's half Mm -hmm. man, half goat, I think. Mm -hmm. And it walks by the book. Is this the devil in human and goat form? Yeah, it would, this is got to be the devil, and all the lines of the devil were taken from original texts that uh, Eggers dug up. Um, and it's crazy they spent a lot of time making this elaborate outfit for him, um, and you don't see it at all. But they built this amazing elaborate outfit, and then when they shot the scene, you don't even see it. But um, yep, 
they did it justice anyway. He tells her to remove her clothes. She does. And next to her in the shadows is again in Black Phillip in goat form or in devil human form. Yes. He grabs her by the shoulder and says, she says, I cannot write my name. And he responds, I will guide thy mm. hand. Boom. Big drum hits. And then Thomason naked is walking into the woods, followed mm. by Black Phillip. Now he's back in goat form. Walking through the woods, she approaches a bunch of other women, witches, chanting around a fire, dancing, chanting, just evil. There's this great scary-ass percussive music in the background. She approaches the witches who all begin to levitate around the fire. So I thought this was your second Milky and the Alpaca. Oh, no, it was when the goat talked. Yeah, yeah, you know, I thought. This oh, okay, sense. cool. All right, good. Because so, I didn't cool. expect this at all. And this whole, um, and I'm familiar with the painting already, but this whole ending scene was inspired by a Francisco Goya painting called Witch's Flight. Um, and we can yeah, post okay. it. And, yeah. you know, Goya's work, uh, witches were a recurrent theme um he had a fascination with that and and superstition and mystery and he was commissioned to do the series of six paintings on witches and a lot of there's a there's in this painting there's a goat standing there when the witches are levitating as well um i feel like we should put dua lipa's levitating on at the end of this but <laughs> when i just said levitating that's what i was thinking of but um but yeah, uh, once again, just like the lighthouse, right? We get a, a clear scene that's inspired from art and he pulls it from it and wears it on his sleeve and it makes us want to look into other people's art. And um, so Eggers does it again. Well, not again. This was the first time he did it, but yes. Thomason, who also begins levitating and laughing and crying until we see her floating high above the trees, she is finally free to live deliciously. Mm. Cut to black, the end. Yep. And it and says the witch. Does it say something on the screen about? There, yes. At the very end, it says that uh, most of the lines were taken directly from po that point of time. I didn't get the exact quote. Yeah, so I have it. It says, this film was inspired by many folk tales, fairy tales, and written accounts of historical witchcraft, including journals, diaries, and court records. Much of the dialogue comes directly from these period sources. Amazing. Sick. Sick. Yeah. Love this movie. I loved it when I saw it in theaters. I love when we said that we were going to go over it for the show. Uh, this is one of my favorite movies. This is what got me into Eggers and made me a big fan of Lighthouse, which is why we did an episode on Lighthouse. Uh, but what did you think of this movie? Are you a fan of The Witch? Let us know on the socials at InMadnessPod, InMadnessPod at gmail.com. Um, do you maybe now we're, we're going to do a different ending. We're doing the different ending for so seven. what happens? Tell us, email us and reach out. What tell, tell us what, what happens if there is a witch too, right? Oh, well, what what, what happens? You know me, I'm always into what happens. What next. happens after. So where does she go? So, does she so she joins the crew. She took off all her clothes. She has to make new clothes. I guess she'll get the red cloak or something. Does she herself make baby soup? But does she, yep, does she, I mean, she got to be able to fly, right? So that seems like a rite of passage for them. Get the broom going. Um, 
there was a fan theory online, which is weird, but it was just that there was no witch and that it was Thomason killing her siblings to protect them from their abusive father, which dislike the theory for a lot of reasons. Um, but if you have any fan theories about it, this movie, I watched it, you know, the first time just kind of on demand. And then now for this, I, I got, um, if anyone out there collects like 4k, there's a company called second sight, um, in England and they did their 4k version is better than the American 4k version because Eggers oversaw the transition to 4k so he wasn't pleased with what they put out in the states so he oversaw that and there's a documentary on that there's interviews a bunch of behind the scenes stuff sounds like it was a ton of work um this is anya teller joys right and robert eggers both coming out parties that this film um you know, he makes The Lighthouse, then he makes The Northman, which I think we, we have to do as well. Um, and I, I will say this, he very quickly, so 2015, this comes out, and we're eight years later. And if you're listening to this in the future, yes, it's 2023, and 2023 is okay. But, um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he quickly entered my top 10 filmmakers Wow. with these with these films Hell you know yeah. and if you think of the people that we've talked about in the past and we'll talk about in the future um he just just the commitment to his craft the commitment to the research that's put in right when you do all of that research you're it's sort of oozing out on screen even if you're not giving us all like gotcha moments like hey did you you know when we get um and people talk a lot about like fan service and stuff right now. And so we get these moments where this character shows up from something else and we're all super excited that they're there because we saw it on screen and we feel happy about it. He does a lot of this research, like putting this outfit together for the devil or these types of things. And then you don't even, you barely even see it. Right. It, it, it's amazing. And I would say he, you know, I'm not big on list, but definitely in like my kind of top 10. Hell yeah. That's good to hear. That's all. Awesome. I, I, I know, I know how much you hate lists. Yeah. I hate lists and I hate star ratings and reviews <laughs> and people telling us what they should feel about certain art. And now that just went against this entire podcast. But I'll say is this is done for us because we enjoy these films and we want to talk about them. And, and, and we I still them. like Lucy. And I and I like Lucy too. And, <laughs> but I, I will say that I think the witches kind of no nobody has copied it, which is really interesting. And that's that really says something about this film. Like when we get a film that's you know, certain types of horror films or whatever come out, and then a bunch of copycats come out after them, it was almost like people were like, well, We're not even gonna try. We're not even going to try. Like, we can't keep up with this. There's no reason. There's no reason to do the knockoff of it. Um, and that's that's just incredible unto itself. Um, I know he's working on Nosferatu, which I think will be just mind-blowing to, to see him do that. And we'll hopefully get to talk about that. And, um, yeah, I mean, this is... Sean, you saw it in the theater. So what was the reaction... It's hard to gauge, right? The lights are off and everybody's doing their own thing. But 
What was the feeling in the theater when that movie was over? When it ended, uh, I mean, I I was I liked the ending. I don't know what the feeling for everybody else was, but I dug it because I was like, I just need this movie to have a good ending because I was really enjoying it for the entire time. Mm -hmm. And my two milking of the alpacas moments were like, I was hooked and I was like, yes, this movie will rock as long as it has a great ending. And I like the fact that I like how it ended and I like the way that he did it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There was nobody like booing or anything or throwing popcorn at the fucking screen or anything. But mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't hear anybody talking crap on the way out of the theater. But and, and you know, it's an A twenty four film. I would say that this is one of the films that really, right? They've blown up. They're huge now. Um, but one of the films that kind of helped put them on the map for a lot of people was was the witch. Um, and it, there's a book, there's a the screenplay, um, in a hardcover book format, which I have to get, and it has some you know production stills and some other stuff written up about it. And it, um, there's not a lot of witch merchandise. I think there was a Black Phillips pop figure. I have it, yeah, I have it. I'd, yeah. I'd post it, but it's buried in a box somewhere, and I don't know if I'll be able to find it. <laughs> I, I think that's it, right? I think as far as sort of legit merchandise produced around this movie that's it i can't i, I can't I, think of it i would rock a witch shirt definitely yes and um i can there's a place that that does these really cool pop culture shirts in england um and i don't want to give them extra pub but yeah. uh, they they do have one so i'll i'll have to post it or whatever but um yeah, for sure. Did you all. get all your gnarly bits in? I did, and I have to say, I have to apologize. There is a ton of research that could have been done on this film. And so it could have been me just droning on and on and on about Puritan facts and <laughs> and this farm and all that. And and I did read a lot of that, but there's just there's no reason for it, right? This is a fantastic film. It's fun to get some of them in, but um, I would say, you know, do some of that research on your own. I think if Eggers doesn't, you know, inspire you to want to read more, to want to look things up on your own more, to want to look at art more, I, I think it's fantastic what he what he does. I think his relationship with Corvin, I don't know who's doing the, the Nosferatu score, but they seem to have this fantastic relationship between the witch and the lighthouse. So hopefully he's bringing them along as well um fantastic and i think we should get to the northman as well down the line uh, i mean i'll say it right now i didn't love the northman as much as i love lighthouse and uh the witch i had i i think my i think the witch and lighthouse <clears throat> made my hopes super 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 high and i i don't think it hit where my hopes were and that kind of that kind of annoyed me well i i think i think we'll, we'll when, do it but we'll do I it i think when we get there and you ingest this movie fully, I think your views are gonna change. Maybe, maybe you'll color out of space me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. Let's do it. But I, but I, I can't go from you know 1600s Puritan right to that. We need, no, no, we need a are, buffer in between. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna see. Are we teasing episode? So it'll be episode 15. That's amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. That's episode 15. 15. Um, teasers, teasers for episode 15. So that's I mean, the witch. That's the witch one of one of one of one of my absolute favorites. I'm gonna watch the witch every single year for the rest of my life. And send us any feedback on the movie, what you thought about it. Where did you see it? Did you see it at home? Did you see it in the theater? What did you think about our, our you know, the moments that Sean picked for the Milky Alpacas moments? Um, did you have another one? Send all that in social media. Uh, what's the email address too? If they don't email us, inmadnesspod at gmail.com at inmadnesspod on all the socials. And and I'll say too is that if you, um, Apple has this review section, you leave a five star review and write something up about it, it kind of pushes us up a little bit. And if you do that, then more people are are along for the ride and we get more feedback and we get more ideas and this just makes it a lot more fun for everyone else involved. So we appreciate everyone listening. Um, and teasing. God, how do you tease this movie without episode of 50 without absolutely giving it away? I mean, can we just say the superstar who's in it? Yeah. I mean, my Schwarzenegger. Yeah. We're covering a Schwarzenegger. movie. There you go. And that could be a couple things because I'm thinking of one right now that's not the one we're covering. Oh, it's got it. It's twins. Everybody <laughs> do your research on twins. Good movie. Good movie. It's not twins, though. It's not twins. Yo, we're doing a Schwarzenegger movie. That's pretty much all I'll say because I don't want to give anything else away. Absolutely. Um, so we'll see you at episode 15 or maybe we'll see you a little before that. We'll see what happens. Uh, this has been another amazing episode of episode 14, part two of In Madness Pod.